0: I sat in Alcoholics Anonymous for two-and-a-half years, and I had a lot of knowledge, and uh, I was dying of that part of the disease that is seldom talked about in Alcoholics Anonymous today, Uh, and it's a part that we're certainly going to talk about. Uh, I also always laugh about who shows up at these kinds of things, You know, and I'll share some of this as we go along, but just imagine, God forbid, if you took this group of people and you put us all back in the bar and we were drinking alcohol. God forbid, but let's say we did that. And what would happen in there is about a third of this group, they would be pretty much up at the bar just sipping on the drinks and whining in their beer and that type of a thing. That, that would be about a third of the room. And then about a third of the room would be sitting at the tables, and they'd be a little bit more active because they know they can get a little bit more out of alcohol than the guy or gal just sitting up at the bar sipping. And then there's a third group, and I fit in that group, and I call them the Mad Dogs. Uh, they're knocking the guy's drink over that's up at the bar. They're they're trying to dance with the wife of the guy sitting at the table. They're out doing dope because they know there's a hell of a lot more in alcohol than what those other two groups of people know. And uh, that's the way I was with alcohol, and that's the way I am with this wonderful thing that I call recovery. Uh, and that has been my experience traveling uh, most of this United States. There are three groups of people in an Alcoholics Anonymous very similar to the three groups of people that I just talked about. Uh, sad but true, we, we reached a place in Alcoholics Anonymous where uh, it is our individual responsibility to make a decision whether or not to do the work out of the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous. Uh, I say sad but true because the message in the fellowship is not the message that's contained in the big book.